Hello and welcome back. I am so glad to have you here for another episode, another week, another podcast. And yeah, today's episode is going to be very exciting. We're going to be talking about authenticity. But before we jump in, if you notice any changes in the podcast, namely the music or the intro or little things like that, you are not going crazy. I will be changing some things up over the next couple of months, so you may or may not notice them. There's nothing huge that I'll be changing, but definitely looking to do some shifts as the podcast grows and as I get more used to everything I'm doing with this because it's definitely been a new venture, but I think it's one that is very worthy of putting a little bit more time in, so you're not crazy if you notice anything around that. But with that, I am going to continue on into this episode today about authenticity, which is something that came up kind of randomly because I was trying to think of what I wanted to record on today. And I have like a list of topics that I have in the back of my mind. So whenever something doesn't feel completely like, yes, I want to talk about it, I do have other ideas, other options. And authenticity was one that I saw and I was like, I'm surprised I haven't actually done that yet. Because it's something that is, again, a very inherent component of, you know, growing and developing yourself, enjoying your life more, feeling more energized and excited and getting out of that lost and stuck rut type feeling. And so when it comes to authenticity today, we're going to be talking a little bit more about what authenticity is, what it means, and four basically components or tips or thoughts on authenticity that come up. And then I'll be ending the episode with some journal prompts for you to get started with so you can actually start to build your own authenticity and actually step into it start to understand what it means what parts of you are there and really actually you know dig yourself out of any holes that are preventing you from figuring out what it means for you yourself to be authentic because one of the big reasons why we cannot find authenticity or we struggle with authenticity is because there's so much mush and grayness and cloudiness around the topic because of everything we've learned growing up everything society has taught us all of that so that's what you have coming for you today and yeah if you have any questions anything you want to let me know feel free to send me a dm on instagram and we will get started now All right, so I'm going to start out this episode with just reading the definition of authenticity as found on Google, and it said that authenticity is is when you are true to your own personality, values, and spirit, regardless of the pressure that you're under to act otherwise. You are honest with yourself and with others, and you take responsibility for your mistakes. And so when I read that, I basically took authenticity as who you are at your core, who you are in all rawness and realness without all of the mess that people put on you or the pressures you're under from day-to-day life. Who are you underneath it all? And for a lot of us, that's actually a really hard question to answer because so much of our life has been spent from like basically learning how we should act and how we should show up and what we should do and all of the shoulds. And 
They've happened for so long that a lot of times we don't even realize that they are shoulds that are basically operating our day-to-day life and what we do. And so when it comes to figuring out who you are and actually owning it, which is what authenticity is, right? Actually being able to be yourself at your core, no matter what pressures are put alongside of you, it's actually a lot harder than we realize because we haven't done like the unlearning. We haven't gotten rid of the cloud. And so if you're sitting in this void right now where you're like, I don't even know who I am, what I want, what my personality is, what my values are, what my spirit is like, all of that at all, like how do I even figure out this part? Then this episode is also going to be helpful for you because we're going to be talking a little bit more about that. And so I'm going to take that and lead into four points to think about when it comes to authenticity before sharing some of those journal prompts that you can use to get started for yourself. And the first point that I want to talk about is that idea that you really are one in a million or one in a billion or whatever the saying is, you are that like you are truly unique and I like to I wanted to preface all of this by basically sharing that statement or this idea that I really like of you could have not shown up like if the sperm and the egg had been a different sperm or a different egg even with the same two people you would not be you right now and it could have been yes even bigger like it could have been two different people who birthed you but realistically like think of all the different things that could have happened for you to have not shown up on this world not even have been conceived a lot of things, right? Like there are so many things that could have changed for you not to show up. Think of all of the other eggs and all of the little sperm out there that have not mated and not created babies. You're here. You are still here. You were birthed and you are here if you're listening to this. I hope. I can't imagine any other way. But when you think about that, like really take a moment to understand how miraculous that is that somehow you showed up on this earth and think of all of the other people on this earth different eggs different sperm different humans creating them different situations different countries continents languages health conditions all of those things think of all of the different people in the world like really take a second to think about that and ask yourself how in the world Could majority of these people all want the same things? If we're all theoretically different, how could we all have the same style or the same version of success or the same cultural like identities or stereotypes or personalities or all those things if we are being authentic? Because if we're being authentic, we should all actually be very unique and that should be owned. And I think that's something that we sometimes lose because authenticity has become a buzzword. It's used in all of the marketing by these big companies on TV and we see them talking about how important it is for you to own your authenticity and this and that and the other thing when being authentic is really like being able to disconnect from the messages that are being put out into the world and come back to who you are at the core and know it so well and own it so strongly that no matter what messaging or conditioning gets thrown at us, what people, what commercials, what teachers, what experiences, we still 
go back to ourself and our core operating system. And we go back to that before we go to anyone else when we make decisions, when we decide what we're going to do next or who we want to be, what job we want to take, what person we want to date, if we should actually continue dating them, what we need to do next or where we should live or if we should go on a health journey or not or start a YouTube channel or build a business and all of those things. If we're truly being authentic to ourselves, we shouldn't be asking the people around us, like the experts or reading the books or even listening to the podcast. We should be going inside of us and asking, what do we actually want? Because if we're being authentic, it's our own operating system that we should be using to make decisions, not the operating systems or the conditioning or the way other people see the world, which is often what we do when we use other like ways to make decisions, things like logic or excuse me, things like logic or pro-con lists or asking for your friend's opinion or over-talking something. At the end of the day, true authenticity would actually be us looking inside the uniqueness that is us and making the decision from that. And that's something that I don't think a lot of us do, right? And because we're all so unique, if we were truly doing that, then this goes to point number two, the things that we are working towards would not all be the same. And this encompasses the version of success mainly. Like this is really what I'm talking about because the chances of your version of success matching the mainstream version of success are so slim. Mostly because the mainstream version of success was only created based on fear. The only reason that there's a mainstream version of success when there's what, like 4 billion people in the world is because the version of success was almost like, it was almost like pushed upon us. And whenever something is pushed upon us and we don't stand up to it or we don't kind of own our own opinion over that, that happens because we're afraid of being rejected, of being judged, of conflict, of failing, of something. And that fear is actually what eggs us on to not own our own opinion, our own like really true version of success that we have. And so this idea of, you know, kind of going to school for four years or maybe even more and then getting a job and working at that job for the next, I don't know, 40, 50 years of your life and then retiring if you're lucky enough to retire and then living the rest of your life out in retirement The idea that most people in the world would actually want to do that and be suited for that is it's next to like zero, right? The idea that that would be the majority, there shouldn't be a majority. Realistically, if everyone was being authentic, there wouldn't be a majority. And so I want you to kind of take a second and examine your version of success what does success mean to you or even better like what version of success have you been taught because everyone's version of success is believe it or not a little bit different based on their upbringing but there is a very like mainstream kind of version depending on where you're growing up what country etc and so starting to get really curious like who actually taught you that this was success and then where else was this version of success affirmed And did anyone ask you before you learned what success meant, what you wanted to do? What was success to you? What did that mean? Have you ever been given a chance to define your own success? Because a lot of times we go straight to the experts. We go straight to what the older people in the world 
have told us because they're more experienced. They know better, right? Like they know more than we do and they've researched, oh, how we love research and how we love proof and how we love data. We're so, so addicted to having assurance that we're moving in the right direction and that other people are moving in the wrong direction because it kind of reinforces the idea that we'll be accepted. We are right. We are okay. We're on the right path. It gives us a sense of control that we otherwise would not have because at the end of the day, we have no control over this world that we're in. There is nothing that is assured. And really the only thing that's assured is death. That is one thing. Okay, so we have one thing that is assured and for sure and confirmed. We are all going to die. And other than that, there is no assurance. We go to data, we go to logic, we go to rules, we go to all those things because they make us feel like we have a little bit more control and assurance and security and safety. All natural things. But where it gets kind of difficult is when we use that as our predominant system to make decisions when we use kind of like that way of looking at the world as the way that we decide what we're going to do next with our own life before looking inside so I'm not saying let's scrap all the data scrap all the logic scrap the research and the numbers like that's not what I'm saying at all because those things have such an important time and place in the world where I'm saying maybe we take a step back from that is when it comes to what we want to do next. What is our career going to look like? And if you're younger, what do I want to do for college? Do I actually want to go to school? Is that actually something that's on my heart? And why do I want to go? Do I want to go to please my parents? Or do I want to go because I am so passionate about medicine? I am so passionate and I'm ready to have that career in there. And it's not because I think I will make more money or I'll be looked at a certain way or anything just deep down below all the conditioning. I really believe that's what I want to do. And I think that's something with authenticity we often overlook, right, is the versions of success and what do we really want to do? Like, are we kind of using our own internal operating system first or are we relying on the more external opinions first where where do we lie on that spectrum because if we're relying more on logic and other people's opinions to make those decisions or and this brings us to point number three or we are making those decisions without doing the work to kind of sort through what conditioning we've been through so we understand what we actually value agnostic of fear agnostic of trying to find value in other things then yeah, basically, I'm, I'm losing track of what I'm saying here. But basically, with number three, the third point I wanted to bring up, it's in order to be truly authentic, you can't, you, you can't look to other people first. And you also can't make these decisions or even rely on your own operating system until you've done the work to sort out your self-worth and the fear and the beliefs that you've come to learn at one point in your life and decide again if there's something you want to believe or not. Are they making you feel like you are more you or are they bringing you further away from who you actually are at the root? doesn't matter how many people believe them. What do you want to believe? What what elevates you? What emphasizes you or amplifies you to be more you in terms of your beliefs, the way you see the world, all of it, what you want to do, your personality, your values, all of it. What makes you more you? And you can't actually even get there until you figure out what is it that I'm afraid of? What fears did I learn I had to be uber careful with? 
or what beliefs did I learn when I was really young about success, about money, about love, about worthiness, about being myself, about self-trust, about value, about looks or career or health, all of those things. What beliefs did I learn when I was really young and do I still believe them? Why do I believe them? What part of them sits well with me? Am I holding on to any of these things because in some way, shape, or form, they amplify how valuable I feel in the world today? They make me feel more included or important. They make me feel like I have a sense of security because I'm fitting into the norms. Or they give me a sense of control. All of these things are signs that maybe these beliefs and values aren't meant for you, but you're not going to know until you really do the shadow work and like kind of the dirty work to figure out why is it that I believe them? Where did I learn them? And do I still believe them? Do they actually sit well with me if, you know, I'm coming, if I'm coming from a clean slate, is that something I would put on my slate? If I was clean right now, if I had no beliefs or no learned things, is that something that I would want to add to my palette? And a lot of times we don't get a chance to ask ourselves that because we, we grow up when we're really little. You're not, you're not going to ask yourself, right? Do I believe that when you're younger, you just kind of absorb the experiences around you, whatever those are. And again, everyone's are different so that it ends up kind of creating how you see the world. And so this is the process of unlearning. This is where shadow work comes in. In order to be truly authentic to yourself, you need to be able to unlearn all of the things that have created you to be who you are at this point in time before moving forward and actually deciding which ones you want to keep or change or add to your palette that'll make you the authentic version of you. And so the last point that I'm going to bring you to with this little ramble on authenticity is the, it's, mm, it's the fact that authenticity, authenticity is only like, you are only being authentic to the point that is trendy. That is something that I find a lot of people do. You're only authentic to the point that is trendy. You're not actually being authentic if that is what you're doing right now. So a good example of this, because I think this will put it in perspective a little bit better, is that a lot of times we've been told that the version of success that we need to kind of abide to is that you get a corporate career, you climb the ladder after you get this four-year degree, and you just move up, you move up, you move up until you hopefully get to retire. At one point, you get married, you have some kids, you move out to the suburbs and get a big house, and you go to soccer practices and whatever that is. You you know the traditional version of success. You've probably heard of this at one point. And if you backtrack from that, the opposite of that is to quit your job, travel the world, with a backpack and have no commitments and no one to tie you down at all polar opposite right you're frolicking you're just living your life you have no set rules you don't abide by anyone else's rules and i think a lot of people get this confused with freedom and authenticity because freedom goes very closely along with this but the thing is Whenever you're being authentic in the trendy way, question whether this is actually something you want deep down if no one could ever see 
what this was? Is this actually something that you would still do? Or are you doing this for some sort of validation or value or hope that it'll fix your life or hope that it'll change things? Because whenever you follow a mainstream or trendy path, it's just, it's not to say that that's not meant for you. It's not to say that you're not being authentic doing it. It's just, there's an added level of questioning that only questioning that almost needs to happen because whenever we follow a mainstream or a trend even if the trend is the polar opposite of the version of success we know a trend by nature is something that happens because a lot of people are doing it and authenticity by nature is acting as your complete unique self which we've already established is going to be so different than other people so if a lot of people are doing something it kind of begs the question why are they doing it is it always for the reason to be more themselves, or is it for the reason to gain some sense of validation, to fix something inside them, to make them feel more valuable or worthy? I don't, I don't even know what else could fit in there, but I know there's a lot there because we have a lot of motivation in that way. But starting to keep in mind that, you know, just because it's the polar opposite of what you we're trained to believe doesn't make it also right because a lot of times we love to live in those polarities or yeah polarities where you know there's one extreme and then we'll go to the other extreme but the extremes are very rarely the point of truly being yourself they're usually kind of the next level of scapegoat for being yourself and if you go to them you're not going to escape the pieces of you, like the shadow work pieces that are preventing you from seeing who you really are. You're actually going to just meet them in another way. And for anyone that's confused by this, follow through on that thing and you will learn. (laughs) Because most of the time when we jump from extreme to extreme, it's out of some sense of desperation or craving or need that we need to fulfill. And so start to understand what that is or where that's showing up for you, because it's not going to go away just because you change your circumstance. It's going to keep showing up. And if it's going to keep showing up, it means that what you're doing right now is probably not actually you honoring your authenticity. It's actually you trying to avoid dealing with shit that needs to be dealt with. And that is very opposite of why we would want to do that often. So that's kind of the fourth point when it comes to authenticity and things you almost need to think about when it comes to being authentic to yourself. And being authentic to yourself is such an important component and facet of life because when you are authentic to you, you feel clear, right? Like you feel excited and more energized in your day. You feel motivated to just show up to the things that you are meant to be showing up for you also show up as yourself in front of people the social anxiety starts to fade and you actually feel really confident because all you have to do is be you anytime we're trying to be something other than us there's another level of kind of like energy that we have to put everything we say through everything we do through all of our like kind of actions or our motivations are criticized even if it happens very quickly or almost subconsciously they're criticized before we show up and the more we do that not only is that exhausting but it also starts to wear down on our self-trust because subliminally we are telling ourselves we don't trust ourselves enough to just show up as we are and so when it comes down to it authenticity is a lot bigger than we realize because 
authenticity when you're actually embodying it and exhibiting it is you being you at your core and by doing so you're raising how you feel about yourself and how you feel on a day-to-day basis how you show up and when you do that everyone else's life changes too right you learn so much more by like through action through watching someone do something than you do by them telling you what to do And so when it comes to being authentically you and who you want to be, you you will help so many people by doing that if you just give yourself the chance. All right, I am rambling now. So we're going to move on to some journaling prompts that you can start to write on and work through that'll help you kind of sift through the things that are preventing you from being your authentic self and start to kind of hint at you what direction you should go in to do that, to honor that and kind of get closer to who you are at your core. And so I will read these off and feel free to pause the podcast and write them down either in the notes app of your phone or in in a journal nearby, but yeah, I'll get started with those now. So number one, what version of success have I learned and where did I learn it from? Number two, what is the anti version of success or the opposite of what I learned success was? Number three, who am I when I am all alone? No phone, no books or TV, no distractions. Have I actually ever spent time with myself in this way? Why or why not? Number four, what parts of me have I learned are not good enough or do I feel the need to hide around certain people? Number five, what part of me do I love and would keep even if nobody could see or hear it? Number six, this is the last one. What risk or gut instinct is my intuition calling me towards? And what fears come up when I think about actually following through on it? So these are some questions that you can journal on, take your time with, see what comes up. They hint at different shadow work you might want to do or different kind of exploration you might want to dive a little deeper into and start to um, almost clear out so that you can figure out what authenticity means to you. And then they also kind of hint at what your authenticity may be underneath it all. So enjoy just taking some time to write on those, pull out a notebook or journal or something that you have handy and give yourself some time to do it and see what comes up. Just allow yourself to be open with it and yeah, see what comes up. And that is how you will get a little bit closer to your authenticity, but it is a evolution and do in evolution. Do not feel like you are going to magically stumble upon the answer. And if you feel the need to have an aha moment and stumble upon the answer, if you feel desperate to figure out what your purpose is or your authenticity is or what it means at the core, ask yourself why you feel desperation towards that, why you feel such a strong pull. 
because that's also a sign of maybe some shadow work that needs to be happening. So I will leave you with that for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am excited to talk more about some of these topics in the future. And if you enjoyed this episode or the podcast overall, I ask that you please share it or write and review it. Maybe just leave a little review on either Apple or Spotify. And other than that, I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for being here and have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.